Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Last time on Angel City Stories. Identico. Oh. <laughs> Identico after dark. That, that's, yeah, that's going to be the new specials. We start our lovely story today in the fall of 2099. And we rejoin the story with our friend Hades, who our normal crew knows is their friendly local neighborhood arms and armor dealer. Hello. Hello. Is this Flynn? Depends who's asking. Well, so my name's Peter. I got your number from Ivan, who got it from Christy, who got it from Nikolai, who I believe was the fixer on that job you did up in Vancouver. Do, 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 do. And I will call Cricket. Cricket has, it gives you kind of a, a, a sideways smile as he's missing half the teeth on the left side of his face. Who is it? Cricket, it is Flynn. Do you remember me from a few years ago? Had that escort mission? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. How, how's that discharge? Is it, you still have uh, it? Nope, got rid of that. I'm all good. Those pills work then? Oh yeah, yeah. Straight as an arrow. Straight as an arrow. Thank you. You have reached the voicemail of Corvus. Please leave a message. Moments later, your phone rings. You got a job for me? Yes. Yes, I do. You feel like getting paid? What's my stake? A lot of money. This is Bellamy Odell. She's a project manager with Malfinia, who we were pretty sure was brought in to oversee construction at the dig site in South Africa. She was dating a security operations specialist, Shauna Sierra. She's an old school Fringer B&E specialist, which is why Malfinia hired her. Bellamy and Shauna have both gone missing. We're pretty sure Malfinia detained them and moved them. So the job is to break them out. Cricket checks, uh, checks Finder to see if there's any uh, Joy Boys nearby. Strangely enough, three of your hits come from inside the compound. <laughs> <laughs> They're inside the room. Okay, so all of you wake up the next morning uh, as you step out of your uh, vehicle there, Corvus, you notice that the heat is already oppressive down here in southern Texas. And because you're so close to Houston and the water, the humidity is just killer. Man, I'm glad I wore them loose pants. Need need to get a breeze up in here. Hey, Cricket. Uh, what's Cricket. it? You wake up. There's there's a nice spread in the guest house of food. Uh, a nice continental breakfast for you. Mighty hospi- hospitable of them. What do you think, Flynn? This good or no? What do you think? Yeah, it's not bad. All right. I'm not going to make anything special. Make some coffee, bagel, cream cheese. Fantastic. Whip up a little smoothie. They've got some locks in the fridge if you want that for your bagel. I'm not a locks guy. 
Cricket comes out of the bathroom. Um, uh, does does there plunger? <laughs> or just just close that one off. Is there a second bathroom? I believe there's three. Uh, he goes into a second one. Closes the door. <laughs> well, they're never hiring us again. Uh, Corvus, as you're sitting outside of your thing, drinking some coffee, you see Peter. He was. Well, new bright and shiny day, isn't it? Yeah, uh, the one thing I never miss about Texas is how bad my uh, my balls stick to my right leg. It's always my right leg. It's never my left. I don't know. It must have. It must be where I stand or my, a lean or something. I don't know, but I don't miss it. <laughs> never in my life have I met people who want to talk about balls more than Americans. It's a. Uh... It's a, uh, a special bit of the je ne sais quoi that they have here in America. I'm sorry, did you sneeze? Obviously. Uh, slightly. It's okay. Je ne sais quoi. That's what it sounded like when you said it to me. It sounded, you sounded like a sneeze. Bless you, my child. Well, gentlemen, obviously, we'll leave you to work, but if you need any assistance with anything or any help, please feel free to ask. Well, you know, about that, uh, my, our friend Corvus would, would, would actually like to have a conversation with, uh, who was our hacker lady last night? I believe her name was Cassie, correct? No, 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 here, 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 here now, here now, uh, you know, uh, uh, we, we, we talked about this, and, uh, I may not be the best person to have that conversation Hades we discussed it well fine then uh I would like to talk with with, with your with your hacker if she is so inclined to uh I think that, that that's a much that's a much better that's that is that's I believe that her her and Tara are eating breakfast in the courtyard well fantastic do they like mimosas oh I'll be honest, I don't know. Well, you probably have to ask them. You know what? Let me go ahead and load up two right here on this tray. I'll take them to them then. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 Hades, I'll come with you as, as, as I'll be your wingman, right? I'll, 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 I'll fly. I'll make sure you fly right. How about that? Uh, fantastic, my friend. Fantastic. And he'll come uh, out you- with with two uh, mimosas out into the garden area, and. Uh, no, no, no! Hold on before you go. Before you go, and Hades run. Uh, sorry, Corvus runs into the truck and comes back out with a uh, a bottle that looks like a window cleaner, <laughs> and there's a handwritten label on it, and it says "Smell good." <laughs> and he he sprays that bottle up into the air like three times. So he just walks into it and he says, "All right, now now here, now you do the same thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spray this up and you just walk into the cloud. You just it's, let it's, it drape over you. It's quite like a, all, it's, like a light summer rain, like it's, a mist. It's quite all right, my friend. I brought some of my own that I put on earlier. You know. No, no, no. I, Okay, I mean, I mean, no, no, no. I, I I'm appreciate just trying to help. I mean, a good wingman has to make sure that his pilot is prepared. No, right? I, I completely understand now. I completely understand. This seduction, man, it's it's a tricky game. I don't know you've done it before. It's uh, uh, it's it's a delicate dance that you play with with your partner. That, that's exactly right. That is exactly right. Yeah. Let's go dancing. All right, and so he'll take. Uh, he'll take two mimosas out there with him, and as he'll come around, he'll do it. 
correctly as a waiter so he'll come in on the right side and then set it down in front of each of the ladies and then as he comes in he'll be like well now I hope that you are in in such a manner that you would at least have a, a small morning brunch toast with me here now I have but a few types of things I'd like to talk to y'all about if you would not be so inclined uh, the two of them just kind of look at each other, shrug, and then grab the mimosas and down them like champs. Fantastic. Like just straight down. As, Women as after my own heart. Behind, as, as Corvus approaches behind Hades, there is a distinct scent of like lavender uh, and a little bit of, you know, there's like a, a very light scent with a heavy undertone of degreaser. Fantastic. Fantastic. Now, ladies, uh, my friend Corvus here, uh, uh, a fine, upstanding gentleman. Now, we are all understanding of the of the the task that is uh, of our hand here. I would love if you would be able or so inclined to be able to help us in a couple of manners. Now, I would not be asking any delicate flowers, although. I can tell that y'all can handle yourselves. Delicate flowers, like Tara, like laughs, like, like guffaws would be the best term. Ah, now see again, ladies after my own heart here. So y'all know what we about to try to change. Can we get some eyes in the sky if you know what I mean? What are you looking for? Where the hell are we going? I mean, ladies, we're content to stare at your eyes for the rest of this endeavor, but we could really use them up there. Okay. She goes, it's a black side. It's going to be hard to spot with satellite or drone. They hide them pretty well. Well, I mean, uh, but y'all seem, you know, I I feel like you saying the word hard uh, gives me a feeling that you can probably do this without a whole lot of trouble. No, that's what we're saying. Is it's it? It could be difficult, but we can try. So they will. So you see her pull out a a really uh, impressive looking glow, and she pops out a thing. She goes, "Let's see whose drone we can steal." And she, you see her like set some augmented reality glasses in front of her. She slips on some gloves. And she goes into the trash. Okay. She goes, oh, got one. And she goes, all right, we're heading for Sonora now. Fantastic. Did she say that she was in? No, she said she got one. Ah, She's not a good hacker. I don't trust her. (laughs) Uh, That is fair, my friend. So you see she, uh, Tara reaches over, like, leaves for a minute, comes back with, like, a larger screen. She sets it up and hooks it up to uh, the hacker's glow. And now you can kind of see what she's seeing. And so you see she's flying west on the 10. She goes, okay, that's Sonora. There's the town. And there to the southwest is their quote-unquote legit prison. She goes, what am I looking for? Are there any mountain ranges or are we in the hill country out this way? Uh, Some low rise hills out here. Uh, So to the northeast and the north, actually, basically every direction, there is 
just winding dirt roads that go out to look like treatment plants, kind of at first glance. Kind of go all out, like in a spider web, out from the town. Lots and lots of dirt roads. Well, I tell you what. How much would it take for you, ladies of your persuasion, to be continuing to be our eyes in the sky for this mission? That's why we're here. Oh, well, fantastic. Then we have an understanding. If it is a black site, then it is likely completely off the grid, and I do not believe that they will allow your drone to be up in the air for too long, but I do believe they're probably going to hide them somewhere in them hair hills. Listen here, Terry. If I, if I was to give you a, a, a private code to my 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 glow here and also uh to link up uh with my with my special lady my my vehicular over there uh could you send that data over over that over there over yonder yeah sure here what uh where can i uh, let me let me uh, and he uh he keys something into his glow there that, that, that should give you uh the requisite access to everything I have at my disposal. Uh, she says, okay. Hades and is very so proud of Corvus for reverse getting digits. <laughs> well, very smooth. Have, she hooks, He's she very hooks good at handing his number out. <laughs> you see, Tara has like put it an overlay over the drone thingy. She goes, the search area is about 50 square miles. Oh no, sorry, 218 square miles. She goes, you're going to have to narrow this down quite a bit. Well, if you're gonna, if you are able to run in a way that, if you know where the actual prison is, so there's one of two things that I believe to be true here. There's either a prison under the prison, and that is their black site, and that is where they use all of those things, or they are hiding them somewhere else in them their hills in their country. So one of two things will be true: either they will be bringing things in and out on a very regular schedule or we're going to see a lot of those kind of cars going somewhere else and I believe if we watch long enough we will figure yeah, something the question out is, is, do you, Tara looks at you she goes the question is, is do you have long enough typically you want at least a couple of weeks worth of data to try and do that kind of analysis you oh have I, kind of I, I gave up the business world a long time ago now we we don't well, we mean, don't work on data anymore. Uh, I mean, I can I can I can I can make a make a suggestion. Perhaps uh, you can maybe uh, can you get into detentions monitoring system because I'm sure they got satellites of their own watching their own facilities that probably have uh, I don't know footage on them. She goes, we can get into their public facing stuff, and this is the hacker talking. She goes, but in order for me to get into their system. My guess is I'd have to have somebody install a gateway somewhere in one of their facilities. Mm-hmm. Field office, corporate office. Oh, I, I believe we happen to know right where one of those their field offices are. And, you know, we got we got a, a gentleman, a talented individual with us, uh, talented in many ways uh, with with the medical equipment who may be able to, uh, uh, let's see, uh, uh, talk his way onto the site would that give uh you possibly a way in if we could get him on the site to to install something on the back end for you 
she uh, she pulls out a satchel, and in it she takes out three data sticks that are about yay long. They look like standard data port sticks. She goes, if you can install or attach one of these to a computer inside the building, I can do the rest. Corvus looks over at Hades. I think our man can do that. Well, one's one is is opportunity up uh, awaits. We'll see what we can do to get our man inside. How far away? Remind me. How far away is that? Uh, is that office from where we are at now? Well, oh, that, that, that field office is just uh, some hills and hollers away. Not, not it's, it, it's, ain't no thing for for my my girl over there. Well, then I believe we have ourselves our first our first step of the mission. If, if I'd like to make a suggestion, driving your giant tank through Houston, good way to attract attention. So the little field office, you said it's in Houston, right? Yeah. So what if, what if Cricket and I go... I'm sure they have a, a bike or a small car. I could, as a freelancer, ask around for some work, see if there's any jobs on the board that smell like nectar. And Cricket could either try to get in for some freelance medical work or just see if any of his fellow travelers along his unique path of life might have heard something because uh, well, I don't necessarily have, like him, he, I have to necessarily get the job I just got to be in the building I can just go in with mm-hmm. a resume and go I'm looking for a job and while I'm in there I mean yeah, yeah. they don't have to hire me they just have to n- let me near a computer why not? We we can we can yeah. head off. You both can sit tight here, try to get some more intel, plan, figure out if there's anything else hinky about who we're for. You know, the huge. I mean, we might not be able to take the uh, you know the crow's nest into the city, but we can get you close. That way, if something goes south, then at least you're not so far away. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we we don't want to leave you out there with your ass hanging in the wind, right? Fair point. Is there a uh, like a motorcycle I can borrow? We've got sedans, motorcycles, all kinds of stuff. Let's grab a sedan, a little bit more protected, just in case. That's um, a good idea. I don't trust donor cycles. <laughs> <laughs> so how about we we both drive to town and. Uh, you two can stay a little ways away from where we're actually going, and then Cricket and I can drive in a little bit deeper. I think that sounds like a fantastic plan. You know, perhaps one of these uh, these wonderful ladies could uh, center one of them satellites over the field office so we can watch from inside uh, the crow's nest and just kind of keep an eye on y'all. He's like, we can use drones. Hey, that'll work. Any part in the storm, right? Okay, so she um, 
she sends you the address where their field office is in Houston to your glow. So how are you like Cricket and Flynn, you grab a, are you going to grab a sedan and just kind of like tow it behind the crow's nest? Or are you going to just have the crow's nest bring you to the edge of town and take public transport? We got a great big convoy. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, why are we not convoying? No, we're going to do a convoy. Uh, we're yeah. going to just drive convoy. ourselves in the sedan and the crow's nest. Also drive to a more... Mana, uh, can, can, can I ask for... Could could I ask for a motorcycle? Uh, can, can, we, can we fit one in in your truck, just in case? Oh, I mean, there's there's plenty of room in the in the back there in the cargo space for a couple motorcycles. Uh, you could fit uh, uh, you could fit a couple large carts back there. Okay. Electric vehicles. I mean, there's plenty. Do they of have any gators back there? Could do they have any gators on site? I'll take one of those. Okay, I'll take one of those. Okay, I'll take one of those because it's then I can put other people in there in case shit. Like well, I mean, in that's, case that's, shit, we can do I it. Mean, uh, our gator's going to be a tight fit, but we can we can make it work. It'll I'll be fine. I can Hopefully, just, we'll I can never have to use it. Open, it's fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll just we'll just strap it in. You know, a couple bunch of cords. It'll be fine. Fantastic. They give us three three data sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, three. She goes okay. If you happen to get deeper, she has them labeled one, two, and three. She goes, this one builds a gateway. This is number one. Number one. Right? Yes. Number two. Two. This one is is one that I call drill, baby, drill. Drill. (laughs) Two is a drill. Drill goes number two. Gotcha. (laughs) Drill, baby, drill is a targeted data extractor. Okay. The trick is, is it has to stay in the system and it will suck the data into the thing, which means you have to stay with it or you'll lose the data. So two sucks data. Gotcha. Right. Number three makes the system go night, night. Night, night. Okay. 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 This is what we call the ghost, right? It's mm. like when the ghost gets Pac-Man and it goes, Okay, it does right. that to their system. Got it? Okay, next question. Yes. Are they waterproof? I mean, they're water resistant, but don't go swimming with them. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to go swimmingly. I cannot wait. <laughs> oh. Okay. So the address that she gives is to Heritage Plaza in downtown Houston. Uh, The plaza is made up of basically four buildings. There is one building in the northwest side of the uh, of the plaza that is the building where their offices are. There's a sky bridge that goes from the southwest side of that building to another tower on the southwest side of the plaza. There's another building on the southeast, on the east side of the plaza that's like a seven-story brutalist architecture something, right? And it's unmarked as you drive, kind of do your first drive-through. There's a big open central plaza between all three of them. And then on the north side of the plaza, it looks like an old historical building that the tower was literally butted up against that your target people are in. And it's about three stories tall with a very fancy, like, brick facade with like gargoyles on the front you're not sure what it used to be you'd have to look around and they're surrounded on all sides by streets the plaza itself has a fountain in the center 
that kind of arrays out in like a ray system toward the north, toward the main tower, which is where the tensions offices are. There is limited street parking, but there is a parking garage northwest of Detention's Tower. Or the tower that Detention is in here in Houston. So as we drive in, I would like to actually get out early, have Cricket drive in and park. And then I will walk towards the building, and I've geared up. I've picked a couple things to bring with me just in case. How are you guys um, dressed? <laughs> so I am wearing typical slacks, button up, and a nice blazer. Okay. Um. A lime green thrift shop suit that is high water enough where you can see my white socks with red stripes and penny loafers and and a uh, a uh, what do they call those a pork pie hat. Man, Hades, say what you want about cricket, but the boy's got style. He does, my man. He really Are you does. Wearing a tie, cricket. Yes, yeah, a bolo tie. Because I'm a fan, tie fan, for sure. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Somebody, somebody get Dylan on the horn. We need this drawn oh, tonight. Oh my God. <laughs> and his hair is completely slicked back. He's got kind of a widow's peak, like a severe widow's peak, but you never see it because his hair is always on his face. So he has a severe widow's peak. So it's all pulled back into like a, uh, like a high bun. Okay. So it's kind of a mixture of like. 80s slick back widow's peak hair with 70s lime green suit and a bolo tie. American yes. Psycho kind of meets Leisure <laughs> Suit Larry. Penny yep. loafers. Yes. Pennies in the loafers. Okay. okay, and Corvus and Hades, where are you staking out your position? Is there an RV park anywhere around there? No, you're Damn. in downtown, downtown Houston. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if we need to be this far into downtown. We need to be on That's the outskirts and the subs. No, we need to be in the suburbs or something okay, somewhere. So if, okay. So I mean, I mean, I, I typically don't carry all enough souls to, to put this in valet, if you know what I mean. Right. No, I think we need to be out near the Cypress area. Let's just blend in with the big trucks out that way. Not in downtown. Oh, yeah, for, for certain. I mean, we can certainly uh, post up at a truck stop. Yeah, that's the, right. yeah, usually more what I'm talking about. To where you're going is out in Julith, mm-hmm. which is about mm, about 20 miles as the crow flies from the office. Mm. Okay, that's fine enough. Tarnation. That's a bit that's a bit far. We should probably hop in your little your scooter and uh your your gator there. We should probably get a little closer. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Is there flare launchers on this gator? This you get a text from Terra telling you to release the drones that they gave you. 
to us? Oh, okay. He gave him drones. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, uh. I mean, do we just do we throw him in the air? We you let him sit on the ground there. She's got four, um, or quadcopters with what looked like adaptive camouflage on the bottom side. So they they kind of shimmer as you turn them on, and as you turn them on, they get a strong signal and they just kind of take off on their own. Oh, I should get, I should get, I put that on my truck. I should, I should get my, that camouflage on my truck like that. Uh, it'll interfere with and my, so with my mural. She sends you a text saying, got good signal. Thanks. Smiley face. Look at that, Corvus. You getting, you getting inroads, my boy. No, uh, smiley face is the first step on the road to an eggplant. Uh, I'm gonna need someone to clip that because that is life lessons from Corvus. Uh, so you guys are, are are gonna come in a little closer in the gator. Where are you gonna stake out in the gator? We'll leave there's that up. A, we'll leave that up to uh, to Hades. There's a park to the north. Uh, looks like there's a shopping mall a couple miles away. Oh, oh, shopping mall. They got a food court. Yeah, Just that sounds bright. bright. No, the I-45. Is that the Galleria out that way? Perhaps. Yes. yes. Yeah, let's go to the Galleria. They got. They have good. They've got good food. No, I want to get one of them. One of them uh, Taqueria Juliuses that mm. uh, I heard. You know, it, it mixes the best parts of the taco and burrito with uh, with the old with the citrus flavor. Uh, it, it's supposed to go down real smooth. Fantastic. Let's go to the mall. Let's go to the mall. Okay, so you guys head toward the mall, uh, Flynn and Cricket. You are driving up toward. The office building where would you so are you like dropping him off or what are you doing so i want cricket to drive in and i'm gonna jump out like a half mile out and walk uh okay i want to i want to try to find an office that might be like where a freelancer could get work hmm if such a thing exists. Texas is pretty buttoned up about this. They tend to keep that stuff really, really well hidden. So it might take you some time. So uh, is there a coffee shop or a little deli or anything right nearby? There's one in the, there's actually one of them in the lobby of the building that you're headed to. And then there's another one across the street. Uh, one across the street looks like it's a uh, Mexican place. So they've got, you know, tortas and burritos and stuff like that. And then the one inside looks like a very core coffee place, bagels. Black coffee, donuts, that kind of stuff. I'm going to go to the one across the street. Okay. Uh, get someone to eat, hang out for a minute. See if anybody is coming over to get food. 
from the office and see what I can eavesdrop. Okay. okay. And so, Cricket, where are you going to park? You're just going to find street parking, or what are you doing? I park right in. I I, I park like right next to the front door. Um, just well, there's a plaza there, so you can't really get next to the front door. Okay. Unless you're going to run over like 70 people. No. Um. <laughs> so there's street parking there, but you're probably going to have to circle the block a couple times to finally get a spot. Okay. Then they and. They have. Uh, oh, that's fine. I'll circle. That's fine. Uh, it takes about fifteen minutes, but you finally do. Somebody leaves, and so now you are parked on the east side of the building. Okay. Near the near the entrance to the actual plaza itself. All right, and I'll just leave it unlocked and keys in it, and uh, walk, get out, have my attaché case, just walk to my uh, my destination, waving at people. <laughs> You're way of people. Um, you get some strange looks as you walk into the lobby of the building. Uh, as you enter the lobby of the building, you see there is... Oops. No. Don't do that. Uh, the floor is a, a like a hard gray slate tile. Um, as you walk in, you see four hollow boards kind of lining the carpet that runs down the tile uh, from the entrance, and those look to be like touchscreen directories for the whole building. Uh, down at the end, you see a unarmed security guard sitting behind three monitors. He appears to be looking at camera feeds like half-assedly. He doesn't look like he's super engaged. You can see that his glow is kind of sitting out on the desk next to him and he's kind of half like scrolling through social media as he watches the surveillance feeds. Uh, behind them are two columns. Um, and then as you go back on the right hand side is the coffee shop that we discussed before. On the left hand side uh, says administrative offices. And then behind that, you see a bank of elevators uh, just past the bathrooms. Okay. So first stop would be the security desk uh it looks like people are just kind of walking past the security desk it says information on the front all right so you think it's there for looks the the touchscreen boards are in front of the security desk to the right and left and that appears to be where the directories are you see a couple people stop at one of them and like look up and you can touch in and type in the company you're looking for and it'll tell you which floor it's on Okay. Um, and I'm looking for... E10. Number 10. Okay. And then I'll walk over to the information desk. I've got my falsies in, so uh, I've got a very, like, Harvey Dent look now because my, my teeth on the one side is just a little bit too big for my mouth. I'm like... <laughs> the security guard uh, who appears to be in his late 50s uh, pretty heavy set he's wearing a, a uniform for a well known like security they just provide random contract security to different office buildings he goes can I help you uh, yeah I'm looking for um, detention ink yeah uh, 
public entrance is on the uh, on the 14th floor. 14, gotcha. So, uh, what about this weather, huh? <laughs> it's hot. Yeah, I'm not from around here, but so uh, you know, it's uh, pretty normal weather. Is it? Oof. I've been thinking about relocating here, and I don't know about that. Is it always like this? Does it ever, like, get cool? You know, sometimes in the winter. Mm. Okay. And I look at his name tag. Uh, he doesn't actually have his name on his tag. He's just got one of those, like, corp badges that says, you know, no. Protection Incorporated. Protection Incorporated Guest Services or something. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. All right, then. Um, see ya. Now walk over to the bank of elevators, then. Hey, so you walk behind the desk, and there's a there's a large fountain in the lobby, and you get walk around that and get to the elevator bank. Uh, uh, pressing the button. You wait a moment. <laughs> I don't and touch my skin. I, I actually take my... my I... <laughs> And after a few moments, the door opens, and uh, two people who were there with you, all of you, get into the elevator. They touch various floors. One of them hits a, another button for eight, and then it won't light until he swipes his bat or his chip. And then, but when you hit the fourteen, it just illuminates. Right. This. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> he looks at you and. Uh, up and down at your suit and he goes great you doing great today today's great great day <laughs> okay and I, uh, you might he, the elevator stops on his floor and he, he gets off All right. have a good one man right. yeah you might want to get that spot looked at so the elevator closes and continues up to the 14th and you hear ding, and you walk out into a lobby. As you enter the lobby, in about two seconds, just a little loop. Uh, you enter into like a reception lobby area. Uh, you see, do, 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 do. Uh, you see a small desk in front of you. There's a uh, young man sitting behind it, and it says reception. And behind him, you see basic cubicles and offices. And I think it was, can I help you? Oh, hi. Um, my name is Carl Ontis, and um, I'm here for a job. Okay. You hiring? Have you filled out an app? Have you filled out an application? I use it on the site. Then yes. Okay. What was your last name again? Antis. O N T S. Antis. He types on the computer in front of him the, the terminal. He's like, "I'm not finding your application. Are you sure you uh, hit the submit button?" Hmm. Maybe. Can I take a look? Uh, no, I can't have you touch the computer. Are you? 
O-N-T-S. Ontis, yeah. Okay, well, here's what I'm going to do. I can't find it. So uh, you can take this glow and do a chip scan, and it will fill out most of it for you, and all you have to do is fill out the assessment stuff on page eight. Okay, and refresh my memory. The chip is—is it's embedded in me? It's in your arm if you have one. I do. I have a—I have a real one. So I just go boop. There we go. Is your character's real name Carl Antis? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he goes. Uh, you have to fill out the assessment. Have a seat over there and fill out the assessments on pages seven, eight, and nine. I just stand there and blink at him for a moment. Seven, eight, and nine. He swipes over to seven, eight, nine, and hands it back to you. And there's like various questions on there. Hmm. Do you have a keyboard? Um, I don't do well with glows. They're they're yes and no questions. Or one through five. Can I just hit Y and N? Yeah. Or oh, one through five. Great. Oh sure. Alright then. Okay. So you look at it, and it looks like a combination of like personality slash psych assessment and then like just some general questions about right. you know what kind of work you want to do you know blah blah blah, blah. but like the other the, the, the psychic personality stuff is like when I get angry I A. punch a wall B. hurt someone C. take a walk D. have a drink E. Right. breathe deep so how are you answering all the questions? I'm going to roll medical and I'm going to give them exactly what they want to hear. Because I've, I've, I've probably analyzed several of these type of uh, forms before. I'm also going to attach my okay. resume. So it's, uh, it's got uh, my med school was Columbia University. And I, had, I did a trauma surgery fellowship for San, uh, Corp, or Sano Corp in Panama. So I'm including all of it. I would all come through. Yeah, okay. So go ahead and give me a medical roll. Okay. All right, 16 and a 15 is a 31. Okay. Uh, so you hand him the glow back and he says, uh, we, sir, have a seat right there. Would you like a cup of coffee? Um, no. Um, yeah, I would. I like my coffee like I like my women. <laughs> and that's all he says. Okay. He, he pulls you to the other side of the lobby and he says, he says, help yourself. And uh, one of our recruiters will be out here shortly. You got a bathroom? Uh, yeah. And he points like right around the corner. He goes, it's, it's right there. Then he's going to go get somebody. Yeah. A few, few minutes. One of our recruiters will be out. Okay. All right. Now the, the uh, number one, um, data stick had to go into any computer or it had to go into a specific computer she said any just cricket okay is there like a public access computer somewhere around here uh you just handed it back to him okay hey can i see that again uh sure did you want to make a quick change to your yeah I, he I, brings I, up your profile on the glow he goes here you go right and then uh i said can i take it in the bathroom with me uh, we would prefer if you didn't. That's not very hygienic. Please. You see him reach under his desk and pull out some sanitizing wipes. He's like, sure. 
All right. <laughs> Goes into the bathroom. Sit. Closes closes up the stall. Takes out the first uh, the first um, stick and puts it into the into the glow. Okay, uh, you just can't start to run an executable file. Okay. Now it's all about who's better. Duh! Duh! Oh, okay. Uh, okay, uh, you see it run an executable file. After about 90 seconds, it says uh, program complete, and then it disconnects. All right, I'll take the, take the stick out and drop it in the toilet. Okay. I'm walking out. There you go. Thank you. Okay. He says, okay. "Have a seat." One of our one of our recruiters will be right with you. He takes a sanitizing wipe and wipes down the globe. Good idea. He goes and takes a seat. Takes out his own uh, common texts. Uh, Flynn, where you at? And then logs into his social media. Ding. I, lo- I love this narrative that Cricket turned gangster there for a second. Flynn is over at the diner, and I'll text back across the street, getting food, seeing what's up. How you doing? Give me a crawler. Thumbs up emoji. Okay, after about five minutes, you see uh, a, another man come out. A Hispanic male looks to be in his early 20s. He goes, Mr. Ants? 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 Mr. Ants, uh, come with me. He goes, we verified your application via chip scan. Uh, come in. And he takes you about halfway back down the building and into a small conference room. And he goes, so... This place is pretty sweet. You're an oddly qualified candidate to work here. Oh, good. When can I start? Uh, well, we have to get to the internet, uh, the interview process first. Uh, why did you leave Sanocorp? Uh, it wasn't so much that I left them as that they uh, they they left me. What? How do you mean? Um, we uh, we were operating a uh, a. Uh, trauma clinic uh, out of uh, out of Panama, and uh, they pulled out and uh, kind of left me behind. Really sucked. I I see, and I noticed there's a bit of a gap in your resume. Uh, so since you left Sanocorp, what have you been doing? Uh, this and that. You see, Sanocorp didn't uh, wasn't too keen about me. Uh, let's see, you know, since I got the 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 fellowship through them, um, and and then they they considered me breach of contract, so I um I wasn't able to uh, to work uh, in any uh, um, of their anywhere where they had pool, basically. That's why I came to Texas. I see. That's why you came to well that, that was my Don't next start. question. Yeah, yeah. Right. So okay. Right. By the way, that's a it's a very interesting suit you're wearing. I like it. Thank you. Um 
You seem to be a, a touch on the eccentric side. You realize that by working for us, you would be working with uh, with inmates. Um, I've I've worked with uh, work with words. How do you mean? People are people, right? They all they all patch, patch oh, no. up the same. Plus, you know, with my uh, with my history of, uh, of of trauma surgery, you know, I mean, people are getting spanked all the time. Right, but I, I would be more concerned about the the inmates taking advantage of you because of your eccentric personality. Oh, I don't take guff from nobody. You don't. Nope. Not not when I'm on the job. Okay. Uh, why don't you describe for me uh, the most challenging surgery you ever did? Oh, we're doing just PR stuff, huh? Okay. <laughs> Our game. PR 101. All right. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll relay the most absolute, disgusting, gory trauma surgery, like reattaching limbs, all kinds of stuff. I'm going to see if I can get this person to just get green around the gills. Okay, give me another medical role. Sorry. And this is intelligence-based, correct? He's going to make a posed determination check. Okay. Oh, that wasn't good. All right, so that's <laughs> 17. So that is a 32. <laughs> Okay, you get about three minutes into the description as you're describing having to attach cybernetic limbs, like temp cybernetic limbs to somebody just to keep them alive. Sometimes and, you have to use teeth, you know, to hold a fissure. And so <laughs> as you do that, you see him starting to turn green. And like, I mean, like you get you at that. And I'm doubling down. As, I'm doubling down. I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to get this guy so sick he leaves. You Will you excuse me for a moment? Just stay right here. Sure, sure, sure. No problem. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. Get a drink of water. <laughs> he leaves. And right, as soon as he does, I'll pull out the second uh, stick and I'll stick it to his computer. Okay. You see it run an executable file. Right. And with the way, but I'm I'm gonna try and do it in at least a little stealthy. I'm not gonna just be like. <laughs> I'm gonna do like I'm gonna stand up and like look at his desk like I'm 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 looking like you know like and then I like sit in his seat like I'm like testing it out you know like hmm 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 you know and then like rubbing my butt on it mm. yeah mm -mm. and then I like take my shoes off and like put them up on the on his desk and go mm -mm, mm -mm. and then lean as I'm leaning over that's when I'll slot the <laughs> slot the stick this is a form of biological warfare. Okay. <laughs> not even gonna make you roll for that because that was very good and descriptive so I'm, I'm, I'm leaving that one alone you can just do it so you get the segment in it runs the executable uh, while that's going on uh, I'd like to say that uh, Flynn's uh, Qualcomm goes off is this a voice call or a text it's a voice call hello yeah, so uh, well, uh, how's it going over there? We we, we haven't seen nothing, hadn't heard nothing from you boys, and uh, we're getting a little worried. Uh, it seems to be taking some time. I mean, this was just a quick in and out job, right? He's just got to get them computers <clears throat> packed, right? Uh, well, I haven't seen any alarms go off, but he did ask me for a donut. <laughs> a what? A donut. Like the kind you eat or the kind you sit on when you got the roids? 
I'm gonna assume it's the one you eat. Yeah, but I think they only now have dear, churros here. Now, dear Flynn, uh, you hear him in the background. Now, dear Flynn, Flynn, will you pick us up some of them pierogies? You know they're good down here in Texas. It's called pierogi. Pierogi, whatever. Pierogi, I don't know. They're good. It's like it's I'm like definitely at the wrong like restaurant a dog. for pierogies. Oh, well, where, where, where are you at? Little Mexican joint. Oh, to get me, taco. bring me some taquitos, please. I enjoy taquitos. I think they only have tamales. Some bitch. That's if you have good, you have good-looking tamales. That's fine. So, I, I, I'll stop bothering you. you just, we're just trying to you just check in once in a while. Send us a send us a text. Let us know how you're doing. All right. Uh, we're just kind of sitting here, laying back at the truck stop. So I know we have all Quancoms and yeah, we're the mall. Does Cricket is Cricket using his? Like, is he oh, relaying he, any right, of this? I'm this whole thing. Absolutely. Quancom <laughs> is in your head. And so you're basically like thinking the, the stuff to talk. Okay. So if Cricket's relay, it's, it's whatever's going through his head that he wants to share. 100%. 100%. Open book. So uh, I, might, I might not have the right channel for, for Cricket. Uh, can you, you just send me, you want to send me his, uh, his Qualcomm information? So here's the thing. Well, I, I, ain't, I ain't got shit from him. I ain't seen nothing. I, I dipped into it a few minutes ago, and I immediately turned it off because um, he was he was in the toilet, and I haven't clicked back into it. Um, I'm a little scared, but I. I mean, you are supposed to be while well, you're his partner. You're supposed to be watching him. Okay. Cricket I didn't want to watch that asshole. <laughs> also, <laughs> take that both ways. <laughs> Fine, you know that's that's fine. If you won't be that way, that's fine. Just you know, we're here, we're here waiting for you. We're at the mall. Uh, I think we're gonna get uh, maybe uh, Flynn. We're getting some. Uh, we're, I think gonna, we're gonna get some churros. We're right? gonna we're find a shipping churros. donuts. 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 Yeah. We're gonna find some donuts. I'll let I you go. Pretzels. I'll let you go. Pretzels. All right. Pretzels. pretzels. All right. We got some pretzels, uh, and we'll get one. I'll get you one of them. Uh, one of them uh, taquito uh, Julius. I was talking about. Yeah. So I am going to click into the the Quancom stream and I see what's going on. So I know it's okay, but I'm like dipping in and out. Hey, Cricket, what are you doing now? Well, after I've I've slotted the stick, um, then what's got program? It's gonna run. Yeah, and then so then I take so I've got I've got stick number two and I kind of look around and I just go and swallow it, <laughs> and then. Uh, and then I'll, I'll sit down, but I forgot to put my shoes back on. So the shoes are still under his desk when I sit down and, and when he comes back in. Okay. Oh, he's going to make a perception. Okay. He, he looks down and he goes, are these your shoes? I go, huh? Oh, yeah, sorry. And I get up and I crawl under his desk like under like by his knees and i'll like pull the pull the the shoes out and i stand up and i go sorry about that and i'll go and sit back down okay well obviously you're very qualified so i'm gonna pass this up to the recruiting manager and they'll be in touch um we have your contact information obviously from your chip and uh do you have any questions for us 
Uh, yeah, who's your medical director? A, uh, a doctor, uh, Maori. Doctor Maori. May I speak with them? Uh, they're not here. Uh, can I video vid chat with him? I can get you his contact information. He works out of the headquarters in Dallas. Oh, good. Okay. Um. Okay. Now, question. How deep did they want me to go? Uh, they said if you can get even deeper, I would imagine, like, the, is this deep enough for number three, or is this, uh, is it, do I, would I have to find some other location? You have no idea. All right, so it's just whatever I got. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, all right, and I stand up and I go, are you feeling okay? He goes, I'm doing better now. Let me, can I, can I examine you? You don't look so good. I suppose you are a doctor. I am. And then I look behind me like, I am. Okay. So he says, sure. Okay. And then I'll, uh, I'll like use, I'll use my, uh, my healer's hand and I'll just kind of uh-huh. do a diagnostic on him. And then, uh, I'll go, hmm, mm, no, 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 nope, nope, nope. Are you feeling shoulder breath right now? Uh, no. Okay. Headache? A uh, little bit. Now, okay. I think that came from the, the, the vomiting. Oh, yeah, that happens. And then I'll, I'll like, as I'm doing this, I'm like, like checking his pulse. And then I run my hand around the, like the back, you know, like to like the base of his spine. And I'll inject him with a, uh, a sedative <laughs> with my finger. <laughs> okay. Um, enough. And he passes I don't want to. I don't want to OD him. I'm just uh, you know. I just want to knock him out. Okay. And then I'll take his. Badge. You know hmm. See, knock him out. So now what are you doing? I take his badge. He doesn't have a badge. It's all chips. It's in his arm. How, how hard would that be to remove? <laughs> I mean, with a knife, not terribly difficult. I have one of those. Actually, my uh, my healer's hand has a scalpel in the finger. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I'll just uh, I'll be like, oh, 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 and I like, I'm pantomiming like, oh, and then I kind of like lay his head down on his table like, oh, no, 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 no. I'll get some help. I'll get some help. And then I'll just kind of cut that chip out. Okay, give me a medical roll. Okay. Uh, that is not so good. That's a 17. That's a roll of a three. Good enough. <laughs> hey, so you very, very, I mean, not as cleanly as you would have liked, but you, you scalpel in under his forearm and hold the chip. And it's, it's, you know that the chip is encrypted with a, a basically a grown sack, right? That it lives in that's coded to the DNA of the user. So you have to take that with you for it to continue working or it locks itself down. You know okay. this because you've seen them before. So, yeah, you pop his chip out. Okay. And I'll just, uh, I'll slap an anti, uh, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll slap an anti-coag on his, on his arm. And then I'll write on it in a Sharpie marker, just like, leave on for 24 hours. Okay. <laughs> Okay, where are you going now? Um, uh, then I will go to the elevator. And there's a there's a directory. All right, so now now I'm texting uh, texting Flynn and go. Okay, 
got uh, got an HR person's tech uh, chip, so I can get as deep as we want. How far do we need to go? I leave that on red for a second because what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> and uh, I, I I text back to the other rest of the team. So this was amazingly successful. I told you he was an esteemed he is an esteemed colleague and doctor. This plan was foolproof from the beginning. As as so, as he takes a thing out and <laughs> just like wipes the sweat from his brow. <laughs> I mean, I, I I had my doubts, but uh, I, I'll take your word for it. So from from what I remember, we had the three sticks. The first two were basically getting the raw information, yep. and the third one was to take out their network. Yeah, it's it's it'll work on the local network, but yeah, it was kind of a you know in case shit. So, uh, I don't I don't think we need to take them out yet. What do you think? Can this just be a come back out good job done and we leave so they don't know we were here or do we want to knock them out who are you asking i'm a group text group chat all right i go well i I text back i did kind of give them my real resume nuke it wait necessarily a bad thing hold on uh if we nuke it, does she still have access to the system? Well, why don't we ask her real quick if she has everything? Hey, is she in our group chat? No, I, I'll reach out. No. I'll take care of it. I'll reach out. <laughs> I'll reach out. Corvus. Let me, I, I'm trying to get another step closer to that, uh, that you know, eggplant uh, water droplets emoji uh, exchange. Uh, let me, let me see what I can do. All right, Corvus, I believe in you. And Corvus will, uh, you know, text in. Uh, what can you, the letter U, C, letter C, now? Question mark, question mark, smiley face, wink. Please tell me that Corvus texts with one finger. Oh, oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a total hot and pink. Okay. So she says we've pulled a lot of data. It's going to take some time to analyze. But unless they happen to have air gap systems that we can't see, you know, we don't know. But there's a lot here. And then Corvus texts back, cool, period, wink, yellow heart. Well, now hold on. Can she, can she, can she clean up? Our poor fan Cricket's uh, information so he is not, you know, hunted down for the rest of his life. Or maybe we're uh, getting him a job. Uh, I, I mean, don't know. I, I can ask her, but that's a lot to type. I, I think that that's bigger than a text. You Should I call? Uh, I'll call. Yeah. I'll call yeah. No, I'll you call can put her. it on speakerphone if you need to. I'll, I'll, I'll coach you through. Yeah. Oh, you're going to be my wingman now? Yeah. It's, it's only fair I pay you back. I think that's fair. Uh, and he'll he'll throw the the communications code into the the uh, the com on the glow and okay. ah, I thought this might be a better question to ask. 
face-to-face uh, uh, face, uh, as much as we can be face-to-face face with such a great distance between us. Uh, uh, look, our, our friend has provided his actual resume instead of a falsified document. Uh, could we perhaps ask you talented ladies to remove that document from said systems? Uh, we can definitely give it a shot. So she's kind of like... Go ahead. Is this just a, a group conference call at this point? I mean, basically... Telephone because yeah, he's calling her. Oh, you can hear what he's doing through his Quancom that you're keyed into right now, but you couldn't like talk through his mouth, so you would have to like <laughs> add hello. Like, just it, ask her if we should nuke it or not. Was, uh, uh, she says, me. nuke it, nuke it, nuke it. Oh, like all right, now. okay. Uh, cricket, cricket, you, it, it's it your up. time to shine, sir. And the terror- goes, I want to tell him to run. Oh, uh, uh, and to, then run. To run? To run. Okay. Uh, Tara, thank you so much for your time and effort. Uh, you uh, you have done an amazing job. I look forward to seeing you in person again uh, somewhat soon. I'll, and, and, uh, and, and Hades is off to the side going, smooth, smooth. I'll, I'll text and, and Corvus does this. With, he, like, he like smooths his mustache. I'll text uh, Corvus thumbs up, and then I'll text Cricket. <laughs> do the thing and run like hell. Okay, should, uh, you know, should we should we go maybe meet them, or should we take the truck in a little closer? Or uh, I mean, they got the sedan, uh, Hades. So you know, we mall. So yeah, we're at the mall still. Yeah, we should probably go ahead and pack this What's up that? here. Yeah, should we go back to the truck? Yeah, if you need to hit a Spencer's or a Hot Topic on the way out, we should go ahead and do that now. Otherwise, we might need to catch our friends on the flip side. The, uh, Is that charge made it that far into the future? Good uh, for them. That That's fine. I, I might hit that Spencer's for, uh, you know, they have some of that spicy. Uh, well, uh, we want to talk about it. I might need a later. Uh, we'll, we'll, I might have, uh, yeah, uh, forget it. That's fair. <laughs> I am going to go to the car and bring it around front. Okay. Well, you notice that Cricket left the keys in it and didn't lock it. (laughs) And it didn't get stolen? Not yet. Big wins. All right. um... (laughs) It's the middle of the day. Okay. So, Cricket, what are you doing? So, I'll slot that. So, they're like, nuke it. Do it. Do the thing. And I'm like... Okay, so slot the third chip or the the third stick into the same computer. I'm assuming it'll work that way. Um, okay. uh, you see it running and execute a program again, and okay. as soon as it's, you see the bar go to 100, percent all of a sudden the the screen starts filling up with weird fragments and data and all kinds of weird crap. All right, I take out my hand sanitizer, uh, my my hand sanitizing wipes. And I just pop the top off of it and pour it onto the computer and then just kind of throw it in dude's lap, light my lighter and drop it and run. Okay. So as you exit the room, you hear 
the flames start behind you. But as you're leaving, you notice all the computers on the cubicles out in the primary, like the main breezeway, like are starting to have the same computer issues that was happening in his office. And then about 10 seconds after you leave the office, you hear the fire alarm go off. Yeah. Right? And you see people getting up from their desks and heading for the stairways because they're heading for the stairways. Right. And I'm like, this is not a drill. And I run. <laughs> <laughs> While you're running, does do the falsies come out? Yes. Pull the plug. Okay. Uh, so you run the thing. Uh, outside, Flynn, you can see on the exterior of the building the flashing lights from the fire alarm. And about 30 seconds later, you start hearing the distant sound of sirens heading your direction. Well, I'm going to keep the car running and look out for our number one spy boy. <laughs> Um, I assume this is like an Indiana Jones as he's running to me. <laughs> so as you reach the lobby floor, you see people, you know, going out of the lobby and heading toward what looks like you see like f tower fire marshals or people with little signs that say group four, group three, group two. And you see people kind of filtering over there so they can start getting the thing. Uh, and then you see Flynn in the car where you left it. All right. I run, uh, I run past the groups. Excuse me, pardon me, excuse me. <laughs> and then I'll just stand in the car. And this we... is the fire trucks approach. I get in. Oh, hey, Flynn. You got my donut? Hey, buddy. You I do. Firefighter. Good job. Run in the building. <laughs> and we pull away. Snap my seatbelt. Safety first, kids. <laughs> That's a good donut. And I hand, uh, I hand Flynn the uh, little meat sack that has the guy's chip. <laughs> you want that? I don't know what to do with it. That's a chip. You can um, put it in your arm. I can put it in your arm. No. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we can give it to the ladies. I'm, they can do something with it. I'm gonna put it in the cup holder. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> it's got all chain shit in it. Yeah. I suppose it is about time for us to leave and get back to the get back to our convoy then. Yeah. So I, I think we should get back. I, I'm kind of missing. I'm I'm missing the nest. The ball's right. nice, but I mean, I mean, I've seen it, right? I mean, you, you've seen it all here. We don't need nothing here. Yeah. I the, I've had enough mall goths for today. I think we uh, we are good to go. I prefer visit goths myself. You are a man of taste, sir. Thank you. I'm going to take a very long winding route away through the city. Okay. And circle back. Okay. Like an hour or two of just winding through the city. You actually basically head the direct opposite way. You go south on the 280, then you hit like their beltway and go all the way yep. around the long way. I'll take like 
two laps on the Beltway. Oh, that's like that's like five and a half hours in Houston. <laughs> okay, I can't. Never yeah. mind, I can't take you're, that long. You're fine to, to do the Beltway once, trust me. Okay, so you guys get back to Peter's house, and it looks like Tara and Cassie are going through some of the data. There you go. So, how'd it go? The news said there was a fire. It went surprisingly well. Who set the fire? Wait, did someone set a fire? No, no, no. We didn't start a fire. It was just always burning. <laughs> I, I. It's true. Yeah. I. I you know, so uh, the 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 security cameras and everything that's all wiped out, nuked. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. I don't know who started a fire either. Yeah. The world, the world is full of mysteries, my ladies. And then I hold out the little meat sack. Would you have any use for that? She goes, yeah, maybe. And she puts it to the side in like a little baggie. <laughs> cool. The chips are hard to come by. Yeah, I bet. She well, goes, all right. Well, we found some information that we can tell you. She goes, we found the black site and it is northwest of Sonora. We were looking in the right place. Okay. So the issue is it looks like they're going to be moving them out of the black site to the airport tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Sounds like it's an early wake-up call for us then. She goes, here's the other weird thing. She goes, she looks at you, Cricket. She goes, you're a doctor, right? Affirmative. She, like, sends you some, some like, some of the data to your glow. She goes, what do you make of that? All right, I take out the glow and I, like, wipe it off. Mm. I'm assuming you want me to roll? Yeah, so... What you see is a series of documents about the people that you're looking for, but they're heavily, heavily redacted, but there's still a lot of medical data in there. Okay. Okay. So give me a, either a medical or a science check. Okay. I'll do medical. That is 25. Um, that's now that's an inf that's an intelligence check, correct? Or is that is that something separate? Oh, it's, uh, determination. Determination. Okay. Um, I could technically re-roll that because I have save it. Save it. It's okay. All right. So I'll keep it. Okay. So the first thing you see is there's not two people. There's eight. I go. Well, the the first thing is there, there's uh, there's eight people in this 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 transport. Not two. Uh, now the second thing is, for reasons which are redacted that you're not seeing, they've had to put them into a modified medically induced coma. Apparently, four of them, when they tried to just put them in a standard medically induced coma, it didn't take. They killed seven guards. Okay. That sounds dangerous. Sounds like a Tuesday. So now they've. <laughs> basically got them in a modified medically induced coma in stasis chambers and that's how they're transporting them all right 
So I will say, uh, yeah, so the first thing is there's no, there's not, the, the numbers are wrong. Um, and you said two, the, the two didn't take or three? Four of them didn't take. Four didn't take. Okay. So, and, and that is, so there was a total of 12. Now there's a total of eight or there was a total of eight. Now there's a total of four. They eventually managed to subdue the four that the initial medically induced coma didn't work on, and they had to come up with a new technique to basically sedate them. Okay, so we didn't lose four. The four it just didn't work on four. Okay. At least the first try didn't. The second try did, but they had to go pretty above and beyond. So they these they, people are drunk to their gills. Right. This isn't standard uh, uh, sedation. This is uh, this is this is something that that you would do for someone who's in like uh, uh, a hyper uh, like cybernetic state or something like that. You're pretty sure this much drugs would kill. Yeah. They're, 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 there's no way that this pe- these people are alive if they're uh, if they unless they're they're something they're modified in some way. Do we know if the two people? supposed to get are in this group? Yep. You've got eight names. Two of, them are, two of the ones you're looking for. Looks like there's six more in this group. All of them, like you look at the trip tickets, all of them came out of Johannesburg. All of them were transported first out of Johannesburg via um, ground transport. As you're kind of looking through your intelligence stuff, somebody give me an investigation roll. Fantastic. 20. Flynn is the worst fucking investigator. <laughs> but he is an amazing cook. Yep. He is. 13. For the record, natural one. <laughs> All right. Okay. So what you get out of this stuff uh, is with your role, Corvus is they were transported overland to ocean, literally the freaking ocean. They were put on a boat and then brought over by a boat all the way to Houston. And then they were taken off, transported overland to this black site in Sonora where they've been under observation for about a week. Now it looks like they're transporting them to another research facility in Alaska tomorrow. All right, what, uh, what I'm seeing here is it looks as though uh, the, these uh, these folks were taking on roughly about a three-hour tour over to Houston. I've seen uh, I've were, seen that show before. They they thank you. Uh, they were offloaded, and I believe uh, Skipper and Gilligan uh, took the people uh, over to the black site, the black site, the dark site, whatever you call it, uh, the secret place, and uh, and then they're supposed to be head to Alaska tomorrow. So we don't got a lot of time to get in there and uh, snatch them up. So are we going to get all of them or are we just going to get two of them now? Because you, you described so- the, the skipper, but we also got the professor and Mary Ann in here. So since we are going over this data with everybody at this point, I'm going to look to uh, the two girls that are heading this all up. Is is this an all or nothing thing? Do you want the rest of them or are we only extracting the two? 
I mean, technically, the job is for the two. You get paid for the two. But so these other yeah. names, do you know these other names? Do you know people? Do you have any intel on them? Uh, let me look. Yes, they're all Malfinia employees. Well, now this just became maybe uh, a hair more profitable then, don't you think? Maybe we could get I mean, a little can, extra out of charge. We, yeah, we can certainly charge extra, you know, for uh, for the additional bodies. Uh, in some form or fashion, somebody, somebody will pay for them. Say, so, Cricket, as you're looking through, one of the things that didn't get redacted is that two of the people in this group had cybernetics, and then at some point their cybernetics were rejected. Like the body rejected them? Yep. How common is that? Especially if after they've had the implant for a while. Yeah, and that's what the medical records say is they've had the they had had the implant for uh, six and nine years respectively, and the body went nope, done. Yeah. And then regenerated the original limb. Which, all right. So I'm looking. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. It, it, the they went through cybernetic rejection. Years and years after the implants, that doesn't make any sense. You don't reject after uh, uh, cybernetics. I mean, if it was an organ or something like that, then possibly, if you're not taking the the right kind of medications, but not not for cybernetics now. So the, the, these people, their bodies rejected their cyberware, and then they and then they regenerated their own tissue. That doesn't happen. All right. Didn't, so wasn't there some sort of like a uh, like a meteorite or something that hit near there? Isn't that what you were telling me? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And the the corp was researching that meteorite and then pulled their own people out. So this was an accidental exposure. This was some sort of experiment gone wrong. There is a massive amount of crucial data here. I mean, uh... I'm going to go I'm going to go out on a limb, boys. Regardless of getting paid, we need to talk to these people because this is huge. Well, when they came out of sedation, they killed seven guards. Well, wouldn't you if you had the chance? I'm just saying. We're not guards. We not be. We might. We might. As as smooth of a talker as some of us are. Um, Thank you. We might. Uh, <laughs> we might be able to talk to them, or they might be freaking psychos. I mean, well, I mean, there's always there's more than one way to talk to somebody, right? And then, uh, and Corvus like reaches over his shoulder and pats the the butt of his shotgun. That is also fair. They also hate the corp, which good company. Remember, the two that you're being sent to retrieve have to come back alive. That's part of the deal. I'm saying yeah. we recover them if 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 uh, Hades right. There, there's more money in this. But not necessarily for who, who hired us. I can keep these people alive. I can keep them in state. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think our objective is to extract the vehicle they're on. It's. Well, I mean, I got I got a hitch on the back of the uh, the back of the crow's nest. We can just hitch her up. Oh, do we have any intel on? the actual transport like is it a big semi truck is it a convoy do we know the guard structure uh you do actually and so there are 
Excuse me. Okay. So, from the black site, they're putting the stasis, whatever they are, um, you're looking at, at specifications for it. Uh, they've basically got them in these crates, for lack of a better term, that you know, they're medical crates that have vitals on the outside and they just keep them in. Um, they're being transported by eight of the uh, of what uh, detention calls their react teams. Um, and they're being transported to a uh, aircraft, not a suborbital, but a standard plane. It's got clearance to leave Texas airspace and head for Alaska. And the vehicle itself. Uh, semi, semi on the way there, and then. Uh, the Any escort vehicles, or are the the response team, the react team, just in the semi with them? In the back. There are eight individuals. You said, or eight teams? Eight individuals. That's okay. what it says. Eight individuals leaving the the who are the primary escort who are leaving the black site with them. Um, and that, based on what you're reading, does not appear to include any plane crew or loadmasters or anybody else who might be other corrections people who might be on the plane. I believe our okay. best course of action then is to make sure they do not get on that plane. Yeah, because our our two our two tactics here are we either hit the truck. Or we hijack the plane. I mean, I, I can. Think it would be I can to hijack the plane. I mean, I can fly a plane, yes, but you are yeah, correct. You have. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. A tactics, I got it. Yep. Give me a tactics roll. <sighs> Come on, Grace. Fifteen. Uh, okay. tactics uh, is intelligence, right? Yeah, so that's twenty-one. Okay, so Flynn is just a dummy, <laughs> <laughs> but, but very attractive. Very you've attractive. Two, you've got two problems that you're that that you see, Flynn. The problem that you see is this: there may be only eight inside the truck but you're not far from the black site and you also remember that she told you there was a legit prison not far away on the south side of sonora so they're gonna have support within fairly close things um hades the problem that you see is if you hijack so basically, Flynn, what you're saying is, is if you hijack the truck, you got to find a way to do it without them realizing you hijacked the truck so you can get far enough away to transfer them before Tension figures out what's going on. Because if they do, they're going to be looking for you really fast and you're going to still be moving over ground. Uh, Hades, the issue you see with flying away is you have Texas air defense to worry about. If Detention gets word to Texas air defense that you're the wrong people or Texas Air Defense somehow thinks you're wrong, they'll just shoot you down. So and, both have risks and and plot. And just to let you know, it hurts a lot more than the suborbital flight that we took getting here. You will hurl more. And how far is it from 
the black site to the prison. Uh, from the black site to the prison? Yeah, like how long would the transport be? Oh, so they're not going to the prison. They're going to the airport. Um, sorry, sorry. So from how I mean, long they, are they on the road to get to the airport? It's Jesus. gonna take switchbacks, and it's it's dirt roads. You're saying only looking at the ones that they can take with a semi. You're guessing about seven or eight miles. So, but they're gonna go slow, probably thirty-five miles an hour. So, call it fifteen minutes. I'd rather take my chances on land than I would in air. Yeah. I agree with the land plan. I agree with that too. Land plan makes the most sense. Uh, Can we get some... Can we get some additional drone support with weapons from our hosts here? They say yes. But they're reticent to use it because the minute you put drones big enough to carry heavy enough ordnance in the air, you start attracting government attention. Okay, so what about can we can we do a switch? How fast could we do a switch? Could we hijack the truck? get them into a new vehicle and then send the truck one direction and us the other. I mean, this is a Nazino hauler, my friend. We don't have to switch the trucks. We can just, we can attach that truck to this truck and this truck can pull that truck. Yeah, I'm just thinking about like a deception. If mm-hmm. if we can switch out the, the cargo, could we send the truck in the opposite direction we're going or blow it up? whatever to throw them off her trail based mm-hmm. on the specs that cricket has you can fit the stasis tubes in his hauler all of them yeah. but then we'd have to then we'd have to move all of them and that's heavy yeah. here's here's the thing what uh, what they they took out how many guards when they woke up why don't we take right. the two people that we're looking we keep the two people in stasis that we're trying to take and then we just wake up the rest of them and let them kick their ass we could do that it is an interesting proposition unless they start firing on us but then again we are the ones that are keeping them from going to Alaska so my hope would be that they we could delay Tara says you but are you just gonna leave them out in the middle of the desert by themselves well we could offer them a way out They'll have the truck. They will have the truck, as well as whatever else that we could. I mean, I'm willing to just give them my damn helicopter at this point. I mean, if it, it gets us out of here. I mean, it, it, it certainly ain't the 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 you know the white hat thing to do. But I mean, I'm sure these people in stasis. I'm sure they all got families that pay a couple souls, right, to get their people back. I would rather see them alive than us get paid if it's easier for us to escape alive ourselves. I, I imagine if they are being transported via stasis, they do not want to go willingly. So anything that we can do to stop that from happening will probably be more appreciated. Assuming that the good doctor 
is able to wake them up in a rapidly enough time without any harmful effects. It's going to be a problem. Okay. Trust me. Well, you know, you've you've done us good so far, so I have no reason Cricket's not to. Cricket's the MVP, so I think he's going to have good we're gonna, we're gonna We're going to award it to him after the show. <laughs> so uh, I believe we are just trying to get onto the... We are going to try to get onto the truck and wake any of these up. Or... So, Flynn, you, you were on ground side, right? I gave you yeah. the ground tactic. Yes. Yeah. So you think you've got what route they're going to take. That's your guess. Based on the fact that they're driving a semi and looking at the road, there's basically only one or two routes they could take. And really, there's a best route that's probably the safest for them. So... I mean, we could we could always pull the old, uh, you know, uh, broke down truck ploy. That's worked in the past for me. Spectacularly. Spectacularly. Now, hold on a second. Now, I'm not a bioengineer by any means like our good doctor here. But. Do we do we believe that they could be EMP'd if the if if the stasis fields stop working automatically? Or do they need to be properly woken up? You know, will they have bad effects if they just yeah. stop working? When you put somebody into a medically induced coma, you've had you have them on a ventilator. Oh, so they would stop being breathing then. Correct. Well, we're gonna have to do a different. That's plan bad. That, that's that was, bad, right? That's 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 against the end we are trying to accomplish. Yeah, that is not the tactic that we want to like to take. I believe we're sedating them. Yeah. Now. All right, I believe ambush is our way then. Well, so I say, well, so I if we can get ahead of them, I can uh, I can break I can uh, break the crow's nest down uh, in the middle of the road, uh, kind of stopping them dead, and then uh, you know, as uh, in in classic hollow films, you know, then the rest of you can come out and around the truck and you know and assault in a typical manner, catch them by surprise. Well, I'm all for blowing some don't shit stop up and run us off the road. Well, if we I mean, know I, uh, the and 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 Corvus like pats the side of the truck, uh, pats the inside of the truck. Uh, the crow's nest can can take quite the pounding, if I might say so myself. Well, what if as well we if if we are able to figure out the route that they are gonna take, could we just lay a trap for them as well? They they slow up even just a little bit because the crow's nest is in their way or we divert their traffic somehow and then it boom goes the dynamite to stop the truck at least and shake Somebody up the people in there. Roll. Sorry, what's he? Uh, you if if one doesn't have the skill, uh, Alex, right. what what does that what does that what's that impairment for me? What does that cost me? Did you roll a natural twenty? Yep, I did. Uh, there's no impairment. You just don't have any extra skills to it. Um, That's a straight eighteen for Corvus, but uh, we already have a natural twenty on the table. So, yeah. It it as you're looking at the map at the satellite photos of the area, Flynn, you think you see the spot. There is a switchback that they have to take, where they would have to come to basically about two miles an hour. 
right? Because it's such a quick turn, right? You could position yourself with your truck on a small hillock just above that and have the perfect vantage point while they're at that like two mile an hour. Like you've seen semis take slow turns when it's tight on the right. Yeah. Like tight right turn for them before they start heading down the road toward I-10. You think that that's probably your pigeon. There's okay, a little so some bushes, like pretty heavy stage. So we, I lay this out. If they come to almost a dead crawl to get through this spot, we can either take the truck out, shoot the engine block, plant some explosives, whatever, or we can just jump onto the truck and fight our way in. Corvus puts his hand up to his chin, strokes his mustache. I might be able to help with the whole engine block question uh, as he gestures over to the workbench that has the large railgun broken down on it. <laughs> you, you got what I was laying down, buddy. Thank you. But, you know, sometimes sometimes uh, the subtleties go over my head, but I think I got you. I like that okay, plan. So, I think I think this is our go. Yeah, worst comes to worst, we can just you know if they're stuck at two miles an hour, I can take the crow's nest down that embankment and just ram the shit out of them. Well, I, I have a I have an alternate plan though. If you were gonna try to do that, and he looks over at the gator, he's like, I'm gonna need a little bit bigger tires on that, and I'm gonna need to mount the rail gun or a rail gun on top of that. Well, I only got the one, and I'm gonna need that, and so you may have to get another one from our our uh, British friends. Uh, Hades kicks open the chest next to him, and then just pulls one out. He's like, "You mean like this one?" That'll do. Always come prepared, my friend. But I believe you would be a good man to uh to hook us up here. That would give you and the good doctor a, a farsight, or me and the good doctor, one of the two. We give a pincer maneuver. You get them from the front and hit that engine block. We'll get them from the backside and do what we can do. I believe in the business, they call that the London Bridge. I wouldn't know. I'd have to ask our... our what business you're in. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> Okay. Sounds like we so, got to Hey, play. let's take a break. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do. Yep. So so is there any other equipment? So you got a couple gators, your rail guns. Is there any other equipment you want before you leave? Because for our bio break, that's your your 5-hour drive out to Sonora. I mean, I've got I've got everything on me. I think uh, during uh, so uh, Corvus is going to let someone else drive while he works on the Gator with uh, with Hades, uh, and works on his, and works on getting uh, his railgun put together also. Uh, so, anyone okay. else want to drive? Well, I can drive the car, or you want you want to drive the? Some no, somebody's got to drive the truck. Oh, 
while Corvus works on, I guess they could just set the, the, you know what, Corvus is just going to set the course into the auto drive and let it yeah. do its thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's freaking just easy behind the, the wheel like he's like he is driving, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, it's a fake wheel, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Do anything. All right. So you guys gather your equipment and you get on the road again. Well, so, and you begin driving through Texas. Now, you mentioned you wanted to avoid San Antonio. Yeah, we're going to have to go around that. Yeah. And, and, you know. Well, I'd always wanted to see the basement at the Alamo. <laughs> afterwards, <laughs> afterwards. So you've you've got a route that takes you away from San Antonio. It only adds about 15 minutes to your drive. Fair enough. Okay. Well, we'll All go right. take a mile break, and then when we come back, we're probably going to have to roll initiative eventually. How's that? Now we comes to the shoe sting when we come back. Oh, <laughs> 